0: When we think about our skin being our largest organ, we have give or take 22 feet of skin wrapped around us. So just think about that for a minute. It's pretty incredible. Everything that we put on our skin, that touches our skin, is going directly into our bloodstream.
1: Hello, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining me today. We're chatting with Jenny Deal from Curate, which is her natural products company based in Durango, Colorado. For many years, I've pretty careful about the chemicals I use around the house and on my body, but I noticed lately I've been slipping just a little bit. So Jenny's timing was perfect for me. I hope it is for you too. Listen in. So probably 25 years ago, I had gotten excited about organic food. I was, you know, a vegetarian. I was cooking organically. I was doing all these things I thought was correct And at the time, my dog got sick. And when I took her to the vet, this vet actually said to me, well, what do you clean the house with? And I thought, huh? She said, well, you know, they're they're walking around the house. Their paws are on the floor. You know, they're sniffing what's going into the toilets. And I'm like, well, I clean the floors with ammonia. And she just kind of looked at me. And it hadn't really occurred to me how, I don't know how silly this sounds to you, but it hadn't occurred to me that, not just what's going in my body, as in my food and inner drink, et cetera, but it's all the chemicals that were in the household, too, that were not just affecting me, but would be affecting my animals also. It was a big wake-up for me, a big aha. And so I, I started changing things at that time. And if you want to fast forward to just recently, I had the opportunity to meet Ginny Dill at Curate. Ginny does all these, she makes all her own products. They're all certified organic. She's out of Durango, Colorado. And I thought, you know what? We need to get her on the show to chat with us because she really knows what she's talking about. I'm just taking wild guesses on what to use. So Ginny, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? Hey, Kelly. I'm
0: great. Thank you so much for having me. I really
1: appreciate it. Absolutely. When we were talking earlier, you were mentioning the fact that Our skin is basically our largest organ, and what goes on our skin goes in our body. Talk about that for just a second.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. You know, sometimes we need to go back to what we learned in elementary school (laughs) and remember that our skin is actually our largest organ, which I don't really think, you know, we think about a lot. You know, we certainly think about those vital organs, our heart, our liver, our brain, but When we think about our skin being our largest organ, we have give or take 22 feet of skin wrapped around us. So just think about that for a minute. It's pretty incredible. Everything that we put on our skin, that touches our skin, is going directly into our bloodstream. So like you were talking about, (laughs) the chemicals that we are cleaning with, you know, lotions that we're putting on, soaps that we're using, things that we're even using indirectly, like laundry soap on our clothes or dishwasher soap on our plates. These are all things that are going directly into our bloodstream. And just like when we we think about the foods that we eat, and certainly I would think that a lot of people listening to this are certainly aware that we should be eating, you know, lots of fruits and vegetables. I mean, everybody can kind of agree that that's what we should be doing. <laughs> and um, But when we think about our external and things that are touching us externally, we need to be thinking about all the chemicals and toxins that we're putting on our
1: body. Oh, that's a really good point. I have a question because and and i'm pretty sure i saw on your website that you actually do laundry soap also so i've been using you know the laundry soap probably what is it 7th generation laundry soap for the longest time and then all of a sudden what i realized was that my washing machine was getting this like strange smell <laughs> really like you know i live in houston smell so. <laughs> and so i looked it up and they were like oh yeah you have to use this then I don't even remember what it was called, some sort of high something, something detergent in your laundry. So I switched over to Tide, which is not like, I mean, I haven't used something like that in literally 25 years, but I started using it because of my smelly washing machine. So is that something, and that may be something that's like uh specific to Houston because we have such a high humidity content, but is that something that, and I'm not the only one. I mean, I, other people had said to me, oh yeah, I don't use... The special safe laundry soap or dishwashing soap because it doesn't work with my appliances. How do people deal with that? Is it a disconnect, or is there a way that you can like add vinegar to your washing machine once a month, or is there something that people can do for that?
0: Well, absolutely, the vinegar is always a great idea. You know, to answer that question, our soaps and and we make soap, not detergent, because detergents are um, chemicals. So we don't make any detergents. We only use Well, so anything that's called detergent is made from man-made chemicals. So that's the difference between a soap and a detergent, which, you know, they get interchanged a lot. So we don't make any detergents. We only make soap. And that's because we only use all natural ingredients. We only use ingredients that you can pronounce, (laughs) that you know what they are, and that are as close to the earth as, as we can get. So the laundry soap, you know, I've had that question with maybe they're called high efficiency washers. I personally like the old fashioned washers because I feel like they they clean better, (laughs) like the spinning thing in the middle cleans better. But anyway, we have these high efficiency washers and dryers now, and our soap has been tested with both. It does work well with both.
1: Really? That's exciting.
0: Yes. Yes. So I have many... I have many people that use our laundry soap that have high efficiency washers that also have front-loading washers or top-loading, and so our soap is best used in either warm or hot water so that it completely dissolves. The other option for people who use cold water is to go ahead and completely dissolve it in a cup of hot water first, and then you can just pour it directly on your clothes, or you can use the powder just directly on the clothes. So as far as what you're talking about with the seventh generation, I'm not too familiar with that. Although I will say that I do know of some cities that have really hard water or have lots of chemicals in the water that can react to certain things in the soaps or detergents to cause exactly what you're talking about. Um, so I'm not sure if, if that's why. I mean, since you're using the Tide, it, that's not a problem. Is that right?
1: It is, but um, I'm like I'm mesmerized at this moment because I think I'm. <laughs> if I haven't finished my order, I will finish my order when we quit talking because <laughs> I I don't like it's not what I want to do. And and in fact, it it leads me to a question that we had talked about briefly. And, and I definitely want to get to your self care because that is what curate means, correct? It's that's right. Yes. So I I want to get to like the body fun stuff, but. Real quick, if we could talk about one other thing, which is we spoke about the idea of, you know, decluttering, right? Decluttering is becoming like a total buzzword these days. But something that you suggested that I thought was brilliant is looking at not just decluttering things that you don't use, but decluttering things that you shouldn't be using, like maybe some of the different chemicals in your house. So could you give us kind of like a quick checklist of you know, what people could be looking at to, to change up and switch out?
0: I would love to. Um, and you're right. I feel like we can definitely declutter <laughs> a lot of chemicals. And it's just being aware of, of that and, look, and taking charge and looking at our labels. One thing I want to mention real quick is that the um, beauty industry, cosmetic industry is unregulated which means that this $62 billion industry does not have any regulation on it, which means the products in the stores that we go and purchase have not been tested. The chemicals in those have not been tested for our health and safety. And we kind of take for granted that that they would be, right? Especially in health food stores. And so we have to really take charge and, and look at our labels. And even then, what's kind of sad is that companies are in no way forced or made to disclose all the ingredients in their uh, products. And so us being certified organic, we we sort of have that watchdog over us that we, which we're proud of that distinction because that's not easy. But anyway, back to your question real quick, I will tell you some of the ingredients that you really need to take your shampoo bottle, take your cleaners out and look for these things. One of them being aluminum. There's over 1,500 studies showing it it is directly correlated with Alzheimer's. Um, It can lower testosterone. It can lower um, follicle-stimulating hormone, which is something you need to be able to conceive and have a baby. And it puts uh, major stress on the body. Triclosan, that's T-R-I-C-L-O-S-A-N. This affects thyroid function. This you find in a lot of hand sanitizers toothpaste, soap, cleaning products. You know, Kelly, your, your group of people here might be interested to know that when something affects thyroid function, it can cause you to gain weight um, if our thyroid is not functioning correctly. And triclosan also we need to watch out for because when it goes down the drain, it can kill off fish and aquatic life. Arsenic, that's crazy, I know, but it is in food and water. Um, It impairs how the body processes sugar. So again, talking about weight gain, perhaps.
1: Okay. So if we're eating sugar and we have arsenic in our products, then that sugar is going to be twice as not good for us.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's, It's taking in something that has arsenic in it, which you wouldn't even know it because it's not like arsenic is a label, you know, something on your label. It's just that if something is especially not organic, Rice, for example, that's not organic, it most likely has arsenic
1: in it. Actually, we just had that conversation this week in my home. Oh, did you? Yes, it was kind of funny. What if, okay, and I and I'm just going to ask this because I have a feeling that I may not be the only lazy person in the world. But <laughs> if if I wasn't going to go through everything that I'm using and look at the labels. Let's like do some high level to low level, like some of the high level things that you should immediately be replacing. And when I say things like products, what are some of the high level products that you should immediately be replacing that are the most important in a person's environment and health? Like, is it shampoo? Is it laundry detergent? Is it soap or, you know, what, what are some of a few of the most important things for people to immediately get out of their pantries in life?
0: Yes. So I would say shampoo is definitely up there. Shampoo. And that's, and I will also say it is probably one of the more harder, the harder ones to get rid of because your hair has to detox from years and years of conventional shampoos, which completely strip your hair. So that is a process. But when you think about putting shampoo directly on your scalp, that's going into your head and that's going into your brain. Ultimately, something that's really scary in shampoos is something called SLS, which is sodium lauryl sulfate. And that is a class one carcinogen, which is directly linked to cancer. So shampoo is way up there. Your body wash, body soap, however you do that is also way up there. A lot of those also contain SLS and lots of other chemicals, toothpaste, toothpaste also contains SLS and SLS is just overall, you got to get it out. And it's in a lot of things And it, in toothpaste, it, you know, and body wash, it creates that foaming action that we love. So it's kind of a change to go to things that don't because we're used to that foaming and it makes us feel clean. And what we have to realize is that, especially in your mouth, I mean, that's going directly down your throat. And that's why those toothpaste have those warning labels. Do not swallow. You know, that, that, that should put up a red flag <laughs> right. right there. You know what I mean? Um, anything that has called poison control on it, you should probably throw out yesterday. Um, so, and one other thing I want to mention, especially for the moms out there with kids or anybody who uses hand sanitizer, hand sanitizers are really bad. They contain that triclosan that I was talking about that, they say, you know, stops the bacterial growth. But again, it is not proven to do that, first of all, but it has so many effects. And if we're using it on the little kids, it's affecting their thyroid function and their endocrine system, which affects, you know, all their sex hormones and things. And so as a child, that's a really bad thing to be
1: putting on them. So you would start with shampoo, body wash, toothpaste, and hand sanitizers. And I have a question about the hand sanitizer. Do you make one of those? Do you actually is that one of your products? I do. I make a hand sanitizer. Okay, cuz I have run across a couple that yeah, seem to be like relatively low on chemicals and fairly simple, which seems like the right way to go.
0: Exactly. And I mean ours has not zero chemicals at all and it has a mix of great essential oils which are great at killing those germs that everyone's worried about that which is why they use hand sanitizer. <laughs> so I think we make a great product. I'll just put a plug in there.
1: <laughs> good. No, and you know what? We will definitely link to your products in the show notes. And um, we'll also mention it in our newsletter that goes out every week. We'll make sure we make a link in there too, because I do want people to know about everything you're doing, because I think that it's not only good for us individually, it's good for the environment, too, because like you mentioned earlier, it's, the stuff is then not going down the drain and having some downstream effects also. Absolutely.
0: And can I mention something along those lines, Kelly, real quick? That made me think of sunscreen. And I don't know if you're aware, your audience is aware of this, but in Hawaii and now recently in Key West, Florida, they have actually banned sunscreen in those areas because it's killing off the coral reef. And it is killing aquatic life. Just think about that for a minute. Is that something that's killing aquatic life? Is that something that you want to be putting on your skin? I don't think so. <laughs>
1: so, so okay. So, what do you do about that? Like, I'm in Houston. I am in like the sun, solar capital of the world. <laughs> what do people do? I mean, I know, I know that one of our um, guests actually had a sunscreen that she made out of essential oils. And I thought it was brilliant. And I was also afraid to use it (laughs) for fear that I'd get burned again. Right? Sure.
0: Well, a couple things, Kelly, we do make a sun shield salve, we call it. It does have about probably 50 to 60 SPF um, because of the high SPF oils that we use in it. And so that's something that's a good option. It is something that Anything like this that you're going to put on, if you are worried about getting burned, you do need to make sure that you're continually putting it on because with our sun shield, it it is going to absorb into your skin, which is a great thing because it has a lot of healing aspects to it and life-giving qualities for your skin. So it's just an overall great thing for your skin. But you do, if you're going to be out at the beach or something or in the Houston sun, you do need to make sure you are putting it on you know, continually. And the other thing that I want to mention about being in the sun is that the sun is super important. And I know this probably goes against a lot of what's being taught out there, but I have some great people that I, that doctors that I work with and that I listen to that talk about the direct correlation of disease and not getting enough vitamin D in the form of the sun. So we don't need to be scared of the sun. We don't need to block the sun. Of course, we don't want to go out and get completely burned in the sun, but there is a gentleman, Dr. Jack Cruz is his name, and he teaches that if you get burned in the sun, you actually need more sun. And this doesn't matter what your skin color is. If you're European descent or not, um, those of us with lighter skin tones, we need to be absorbing that vitamin D from the sun. And so he suggests as much sun as possible. And if you are one that burns easily, you need to take steps to then get more sun every day.
1: Well, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. He has a lot of studies showing the direct correlation of us being deficient in vitamin D, that direct vitamin D from the sun, and a lot of health issues. And the other issue is that we are we are directly impacted so much by fake blue light from screens And phones and and all those things that we're not getting the full spectrum of light, we're just getting that blue light. And so we need to get the full spectrum of light. And so I just want to tell people, don't be afraid of the sun. I understand if you burn, you don't want to be out there and burn, but just work your way up so that you can be in the sun longer. The sun shield salve back to that is a great option because
1: it blocks out the bad, but it lets the good light in. Well, I'm going to try it because I'm definitely outside a lot. And so, you know, I feel like I've spent my entire life in the sun. And so I'm always, I'm that person that that is kind of the goofy looking person with you know, the hat and the, and the buff and the long sleeves and the long pants. And But yes, I will try your sun shielding and give you a, a feedback on that because that's very interesting to me to, to do something other than just, because I do know when I'm using my um, like a regular sun screen. I'm often looking at the back and going, there's a lot of stuff on here that I have no idea what this is.
0: (laughs) Well, and when Kelly, when you go back and look at when sunscreen came to be, when they started making it and the, the direct correlation to cancers and namely to melanoma, there is a huge spike in that. And again, mainstream medical, they say the opposite, but Here's the thing, they want us to keep using sunscreen, keep using sunscreen, and the rise in cancer keeps going up. So there's a disconnect there. And what's happening is that the ingredients in these sunscreens are causing those issues.
1: So yes, I will I will have to look into that. Because, yep, I, I mean, for me, you are definitely preaching to um, the choir because I do believe that the less... Chemical, Celeste, whatever that you have in your world, you're probably going to be better off. It's probably a little hard to eliminate all of them, but I mean, people do it, but in a day-to-day. But I mean, we need to actually have another conversation one day about blue screens because... That's one of my things. <laughs> if you want to talk about me being crazy about something, it's the blue screens. <laughs> oh, good.
0: Yeah. Well, we could have another podcast about that for sure, because I could talk about that all day long, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll have to warn people before they get on that. You know, we're going to have the crazy talk today. <laughs> oh. So, before we wrap up, though, tell me a little bit like, I mean, the whole idea of Self-care I, I just recently had um, a friend on, and, and that's what she teaches. Like she teaches basically entrepreneurial women that you know self-care is not just getting in the bubble bath, but it can be. But if someone, let's say you were going to give somebody a 20-minute suggestion, what's a 20-minute nice ritual they could do that you know maybe includes? some oils or it includes a bubble bath, a bath, or it includes, what would that, that little ritual be that you would feel like someone's getting what I would call um, self-care and caring for themselves at the same time?
0: Oh, that's a great question. That is a great question, Kelly. <laughs> um, some of my favorite self-care where I feel like is the best for me personally is if I had 20 minutes. I would meditate for five minutes. I would jump on the trampoline, do rebounding for the next 15 minutes. And that's what I would do in 20 minutes. Now, I would do both of those longer if I had more than 20 minutes. But the meditation is super important. I'm sure your crowd is aware of that. Meditating prayer, quiet time just centering, you know, yourself. And then the rebounding is super great for your lymph system, your lymphatic system to drain that. So if we, like you're talking before, it's hard to eliminate maybe all toxins and chemicals. And, you know, we, we can control some things and other things we can't control, like the air we're breathing. And so we're always taking in toxins and chemicals, no matter how hard we're trying, we should try our best to eliminate them. But um, we always need to be moving that lymph system because that is the one system in our body that doesn't get worked out unless we're like bouncing. And that's how our lymph gets cleaned out. And it is, you know, it's low impact. There's so much you can do on there. You can bounce on a rebounder or you could bounce like on a yoga ball, like a, you know, those round yoga balls. You could bounce on there. Actually, a friend of mine, um, her name's Maya, and she does what's called smile aerobics. She's a smile enthusiast. Talk about a great name. (laughs) She, if you go on YouTube, you can find her and doing smile aerobics. And this is what she does is she bounces on her little ball and uh, she talks and she's happy. And anyway, and that's all about moving the lymph system. And so to me, if I had 20 minutes, that's what I would do first and foremost to take care of myself at that time.
1: Nice. And then you could follow it up with body butters or rose waters or... Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All of of the fabulous stuff you have, (laughs) but first get everything moving around
0: get everything moving and, and, you know, that's so important is that, you know, once you, you have a workout and say you are then cleaning up your showering or whatever, you know, you've sweated out toxins and chemicals during your workout and then you're showering, you need to be thinking about what are you showering with now? What are you putting on your body? You know, you sweated out toxins and chemicals. Let's think about what shampoo are you using? What soap are you using? And when you clean off, you know, what, what lotion are you putting on? Um, what deodorant are you putting on, which is huge for me, you know, make sure it's aluminum free. Got to get that aluminum out. So that's super important to think about what we're putting on.
1: Well, thank you. I mean, this is, this is amazing. I could, I could sit here and chat with you all day about this, but I would imagine that at some point, you know, people are going to be well, like we've got to (laughs) go exercise, right?
0: (laughs) they're like, we're just going to leave you guys to your conversation. And, and uh, Kelly and I still, we we'll be talking in five hours,
1: you know, you can come. Right. We'll still be chatting away. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here. And I will definitely make sure, I mean, we'll be, we'll be linking to everything in the show notes. Your site is amazing and your products are amazing too. So I'm super excited about everything you have going on. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much again for joining me today. Great conversations happen in the comments at angeltigerfit.com and on the reviews at iTunes. If you happen to like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Plus you'll be the first to know when bonus episodes are being posted. A big, big shout out to podigy.co. If you're thinking about a podcast or you have a podcast already and don't have a team like Riley and the guys, oh, you need it. They can help big time. And in the meantime, have a wonderful week and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.